Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. So we're talking about strategy and goals. Um, then we're going to get into the ideal target market. Then messaging, uh, content. I'm going to talk about a content hack where you can create uh, content for the whole month, uh, digital marketing content for the whole month with just uh, one source, so one video. And then we'll talk about content distribution. So the first step in anything that you do, whether it's digital marketing or anything related to marketing, um, is making sure you identify your goals. So um, when it comes to this whole thing that we're going to talk about today, which is all about content marketing for, uh, for digital and social, um, I guess first thing would be just to make sure that you are clear on your goals, right? So what are you looking to accomplish here? Are you looking to um, get more engagement, to find more customers, uh, to use this as a, as a top of your funnel? Um, what kind of goals specifically? You know, are you getting, are you looking to get, um, you know, 100 uh, likes on your social media per day, or are you looking to post three times a week? So just making sure that you're clear on your goals when it comes to creating a strategy like this um, is always important just so that you can work towards those goals and then also, you know, identify those. And as you're going through it, you can see, okay, did I reach those goals as I'm kind of building this whole strategy out and testing it? So um, once we, you have identified your goals, and the next step is... Uh, your ideal target market. And this is a step that I feel that entrepreneurs and business owners miss a lot. Um, they really, a lot of times, just jump directly into the digital marketing and social media. But before you can really do that, um, you know, understanding who you're marketing to is a, cr is a critical key point. Because if you get the target market wrong, if you get the messaging wrong, then you're going to be just putting the wrong message in front of the wrong target market. And then um, just the marketing won't really be effective and won't resonate. So really getting clear on what that is, and I'm going to kind of break that down um, as we go through this. So I, I break it down into three levels. So the first is just the demographics. So things like uh, age, gender, geolocation, household income. Um, yeah, are they located here locally? Are you a local business and you're just... Uh, marketing to Fort Collins? Are they in the state of Colorado? Are they national or international? So really understanding you know, where they are, things like gender and age, you know, just kind of narrowing things down as the first level, which is just the demographics. Then the next step would be taking a look at the psychographics. Um, so really getting clear on what are their goals, pain points, challenges, you know, what's keeping them up at night, um, you know, and how does your product or service really address those challenges and pain points? So that's also very important because part of that is going to be incorporated into your marketing messaging. So really getting clear on your ideal target markets, pain points, and really understanding, you know, what, you know, what kind of what, I guess, what's their problem nowadays and, and how can you solve it for them? And then the third step is where are they hanging out? So 
for this presentation, we're really going to talk about digital and social. But really, I mean, you can think about it in any other way. Maybe they're hanging out and watching TV, or maybe they're watch, or maybe they are looking at magazines. But you know, for this particular instance, we're going to be thinking about like, are they on Instagram? Are they on YouTube? Are they on LinkedIn? So, where are they hanging out online and making a note of that? So. All of this is going to be, I usually do this with my clients and I uh, have them fill out a worksheet and we call it the customer avatar worksheet. I mean, it's a little bit more in depth than what we have here, but, but really thinking about these three points. So just the demographics, you know, narrowing it down, then getting into the pain points and challenges and then getting into where they're hanging out. So, um, so that is the ideal target market and very important piece and very important step when it comes to creating any strategy when it comes to marketing, but let's say in this case, we're gonna talk about content marketing and digital strategy. Um, so then once you have identified your ideal target market, then thinking about the company messaging or your brand messaging. Um, so how does that, how does that address again your what your company does, what your brand is, what your mission and vision is for your brand, and also how that affects your potential customers, your prospective customers. So thinking about your marketing messaging as it relates, of course, to your brand and or also to your ideal target market. Um, and then the one thing that I would say is definitely doing a little bit of research. So looking at your competitors' messaging and just, just in general, I always recommend doing competitor research uh, for anything that you do when it comes to marketing, you know, making sure that uh, you're, you kind of have a clear understanding of what your competition is doing. But um, researching your competitor, mes competitor messaging is something that I definitely do when it comes to working with clients or a, a, a product that our service I'm looking to put out there. You know, I always want to make sure I'm kind of understanding what they're up to, um, you know, the competitors in the marketplace. Um, so let's now get into the content piece. So why? is content important for your business. Um, I'm gonna share a few stats to kind of give you an idea of why uh, content, I believe, is important for your business. So 92% of marketers reporting, reported that their company views content as a business asset, and that's from the Content Marketing Institute. So um, that's almost, that's a really good chunk of marketers out there. So we now are seeing that content is not just another thing that we do, but it's actually a business asset and it's part of our brand, it's part of our company, and it's part of what we put out there and engage with our audiences. Um, here's another stat. 47% of buyers viewed three to five pieces of content before engaging with a sales rep, and that's from Demand Gen Report. So just thinking about that, so about 50% of buyers out there will probably review content uh, before they engage further down the funnel uh, with a brand because they want to make sure that they understand what the messaging is all about, what, you know, is, is the messaging speaking and resonating with them. So content is now becoming such a critical piece of your marketing strategy um, because users will be engaging with your content before they engage further with you and your brand or sales rep, for example. And then another stat is 35% of marketers report that 
creating engaging visual content consistently is one of their top struggles. And um, that one I hear pretty often. I'm surprised that this is, is actually only 35%. But this is actually what we're going to talk about today is how do you consistently create content for your business and how do you do it so that you're not just constantly creating content and you're using you know, your time to create content because I understand that we all are all business owners here and we're all entrepreneurs and we all have, we'll need time to run our businesses, right? It's not like it's going to run itself. So um, one of the challenges I see and I hear pretty often is how do I take the time to create content while I'm still running my business and not have content basically take over my life? So this is what we're going to talk about today. Um, so the first thing I would say is really the purpose of creating content is engaging and nurturing with your nurturing your prospects, right? So we want to put our content out there, you know, which is really our messaging and engaging with our prospects, right? We want to um, get them to whether it's like, whether it's comment, but also learn about our brand, learn about our message, and then engage with us further down into the funnel. Because if they can get, engage with us at the top of the funnel, which is what we're talking about today, like the content marketing piece, then they're more likely to engage with us down into the funnel, you know, whatever that might be for you, whether that's an e-commerce sale or talking to your sales rep or whatever it might be. Um, so one of the ways, just kind of from an overarching perspective, is using your messaging in your ideal target market to create content. So that is why going through that kind of initial piece that we talked about um, at first, you know, talking about your ideal target market, your messaging, all of that is going to be then incorporated into your content. And we'll talk about, you know, how to incorporate, incorporate that into your content and the types of content out there and things like that. So, but if you're thinking, how to create content or what kind of content to create. First, think about, about your ideal target market and your messaging, and then that's going to be incorporated into your content. I mean, a few other, among other things that you can also include in there, but those are really critical. So again, one of the things that we talked about before in, during the ideal target market phase was really understanding challenges and pain points, because if you can speak to your prospect through content and really hone in on their challenges and pain points, they're going to feel like you're understanding them. Like they're going to feel like, Hey, like this brand knows exactly what I'm going through. Um, then it's going to be much easier to convey your message across. So think about creating content that addresses those challenges and pain points. Um, and then thinking about, you know, how does, how does your product or service address those challenges and pain points? And then the question I usually get is, so what's, you know, what, what kind of content should I create? Well, the easiest say, thing I would say is to respond, create content uh, that responds to frequently asked questions. So, for example, in my business, frequently asked questions that I get from prospects or clients are, you know, how do I use Facebook to um, engage with my audiences or drive traffic? How do I use content to nurture you know, my users, how do I um, use Instagram to get engagement? So things like that, you know, anything related to uh, digital marketing and social media. So um, if you think about it, you probably have frequently asked questions, you know, as a business owner, you probably have frequently asked questions that your prospects typically ask you. And there's probably, I don't know, a list of five, 10 or 20 or so. And those would be really great to think about to create content because if they're already asking you these questions, then responding to them is really the easiest thing to do to engage with them. So thinking, thinking about creating 
content out of frequently asked questions for your business as it relates you know, directly to the kinds of questions that you're getting from your prospects. Um, and then really the last piece of before we actually get into the content is adding value, right? Um, and that's really the main thing that we want to do here when it comes to creating content, engaging with your audiences, is adding value, right? I mean, we're not just here to um, push, down, push our products and services down people's throats, right? We want to first add value, engage with them, um, get to know them, and then have a, you know, understand what they're going through what, and how our products and services can, can, can serve them, right? So adding value is really the key thing when it comes to creating content or engaging with your audiences in general, right? Adding value. So now that we've kind of talked about all of these pieces, ideal target market and, you know, what kind of content to create. So let's talk about the types of content, right? So this is not an exhaustive list, but just some examples of content that you could potentially be using to engage with your audiences. So anything from video, uh, audio, blog posts, articles, case studies, white papers, and that kind of depends on what your business is is all about, right? If you're a B2B company, I mean, you might be using all of them, especially things like case studies or white papers, because if you're you know, looking to uh, talk about a specific example of a customer that you've helped, you know, putting together a case study might be a good example of that, and, and then showing that to your prospective clients. But maybe if you're just a B2C, custom, uh, B2C uh, business, you know, things like social media and putting video out there and maybe having a podcast and creating blog posts might be just the things that you do as part of your business. But um, definitely not an exhaustive list, but really those are, the I would say, the main types of content that I would say most of my clients use and that I use in my business. Um, so the next point I wanted to talk about is the content hack. And this is something that I've been using in my business and my clients' businesses probably for a couple of years now. And it really has streamlined my processes when it comes to creating content um, and just allows me to use less time to create content. It's kind of almost like a, a, like a you know, contra contracting time, if you will when it comes to creating content, that, which then allows me to work a little bit more on strategy, finding clients, things like that. So let's talk about what, how this content hack actually can be used for your business and what it looks like. So I start with a video, um, and this is really the first step in the process. So most of my videos are kind of similar to something like that. It's usually about three to five minutes long. It talks about a specific topic. Um, that resonates with my audiences, and that's usually how I start this process, is I just jump on the camera and start talking about a specific topic. Um, I try to be as specific as possible um, because you want your, you know, you want to resonate with a specific audience, right? If you get to be too broad, then that might dilute the message. So being very specific in the video um, is, I believe, in my opinion and in my experience, has been the best way to get started. So create a video um, as the first step. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following, where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup, 
Then the next step is download the audio to create a podcast episode. So um, I have a podcast, but you don't necessarily have to have a standalone podcast. You can also just download it as an audio and then use that as just another piece of content when promoting to your social media, for example. But um, if you do want to create a podcast, there's podcasting um, platforms out there like SoundCloud and um, trying to think of some of the other ones, uh, Libsyn. So there's a lot of plat platforms out there. That it's pretty easy to create a podcast if that's something that you're into. Um, but if not, just download the audio and make it into just a standalone piece of content. Um, the next step is, um, and that kind of gets really fun, is taking the audio and then transcribing it and making it into a blog post. So this really cuts down for me when it comes to creating blog posts. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm not really the best writer in the world, and I've always struggled with that side of things. So this has really been a very uh, easy process for me, uh, create, kind of, I guess, incorporating this piece into the content strategy is just taking the video or the audio, transcribing it, and then cleaning it up and making it into a blog post. And you can use services like this. I use Rev.com, but there's other services out there like Trint or Transcribe.me or HappyScribe. Um, Rev is really easy to use and usually gives back uh, the, uh, the transcription. Um, if you do an automated transcription, it takes like, I don't know, a couple of minutes to do it. If you have some, a human actually review your transcription, it takes a little bit longer. But um, really easy, inexpensive method in terms of how to transcribe your video or audio. Um, so once you get the transcription back, usually um, I give this over to my copywriter. She reviews it, makes um, usually at least a couple of blog posts out of one video, depending on how the length of the video. Um, and then sends it back to me and we have an editor review it. But in the beginning I used to do this all myself, so I would just take the, uh, the transcription, review it, clean it up, make it into a, at least a blog post, maybe several blog posts. And now you have um, a few pieces of content. You have a video, you have an audio, and you have probably a couple of pieces, a couple of blog posts that you can post on your website. Um, then create short snippets from your blog post into social media posts. Um, so that's pretty straightforward. I mean, you just take quotes from your blog and then make them into social media posts. And I've seen that used quite a bit, especially on LinkedIn. That's those kinds of posts have been very good in terms of getting engagement, <coughs> but you can use that for any social media platform. So just taking out short snippets out of your blog, you already have your blogs all set up. Um, and then making them into social media posts, just copying and pasting into um, a social media platform. Um, then, then the next uh, piece of content that you can create is just images for your social media posts. So um, this is an example of Roughware. Um, they're a company that provides uh, dog accessories. And so here is one of their, it's a, uh, from their LinkedIn. So we all need a little help from our friends. The Roughware Web Master Harness is built for maneuvering and assisting dogs up and over obstacles. It's ideal for hiking, scrambling, and mobility assistance. So if you have a business that allows for, um, for those kinds of images, that's great. Um, I mean, I sometimes just take pictures of myself or take pictures of, you know, like speaking engagements like this. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be if you have a physical product. Um, even if you don't have a physical product, you can still take pictures and post them um, on social media just like that. I would just, you know, include a little bit of content, context into it uh, and maybe a little of, you know, of a story uh, to kind of 
get more engagement and get more people to um, to engage with your with your post. But if you don't have um, a physical product like this one, uh, which I don't as well, most of the stuff that I do is services. Um, then a lot of times what I do is I just create quote images for for social media posts, which looks something like this. So I just take the blog or blogs that I've created and take out literally quotes out of the blog posts and then make them into something like this. So company culture is driven by your core values, your mission, and your vision for your company. And then I use a platform called Canva. You guys familiar with Canva? Yeah. So pretty easy. You just go to Canva, free service, free software um, that you can use. Um, it allows you to create images like this. All you do is you just say, you know, I want to create an image for Instagram or for Facebook. It gives you all the dimensions. You don't even have to worry about, you know, how big an Instagram post is. Uh, and then there's a bunch of templates there. You just, you know, pick a template, uh, put your copy in there. You know, I include my branding up there. Um, and you can create an image like this, you know, in five or 10 minutes. Um, I think now I've done so many of them, I could probably create one in like two minutes. So over time, you know, you get better at it. Uh, but yeah, something like this can take you just, you know, five to 10 minutes to create. So very quick and easy to create just out of your blog posts. So that is the content um, and the content hack. So um, if we kind of t go back to what we just talked about, so out of you can create one video, and actually a lot of times going back to creating the one video, I also chop up my video into smaller segments and make them like Instagram stories or just shorter like 60 second videos. So that's another way you can create more content just out of one video. So you have a video, um, you have a audio or podcast episode, you have code images, you have just snippets for social media, you have blog posts, so now you've created enough content, at least for the month. I mean, you can create a lot more if you're, you know, especially if you're making them, proliferating more, so for example, like I said, making shorter videos, I mean, those can be 10, 20, 30, 50 pieces of content just uh, from one video. So there's a lot you can do in repurposing, and that's really the thing here, key here is that, um, instead of just constantly creating new content all the time, you can repurpose content that allows you then to just post it to your social media and then go back to doing your business. And I'll talk a little bit about that now um, and how to stay organized with all the content. So the next step would be then just content distribution. Um, so social media platforms like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn. And again, um, a lot of times I get the question, where should I post? Well, it goes back to your ideal target market, which is what we talked about in the beginning is based on where all your audiences are hanging out. That's probably where you would want to start your engagement with them. Um, so maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's LinkedIn. If you have, let's say have a B2B uh, company. So um, if you're just getting started, I would test things out and see how your users are engaging with you when it comes to social media. Um, if you've already been doing this, then you probably have an idea of where your audiences are hanging out when it comes to social media platforms. So, and I just want, kinda wanna give you some stats about social media. So for Facebook, over two billion users on Facebook, um, 240 million users in the US alone. So um, very powerful stats when it comes to social media. Um, and then for Instagram, 140 million uh, users in the U.S. alone. So 
um, if you're thinking about you know distributing your content, then I would say social media is definitely the place to go, and that's definitely where I've been using to distribute my content, and then also for my clients. Um, and then the key thing that I also wanted to bring up is being consistent, and I think we talked a little bit about this in the beginning when we talked about goals, right? Um, of course, you know, goals can be very wide ranging when it comes to this kind of strategy. But one of the things that I definitely would say that the goals should be is making sure that you're consistent when it comes to posting on your social media. The one thing that I see pretty often is that, um, you know, I would engage with a new client and we would get their social media. You know, you would, we would first look at their ideal target market, their branding, their messaging, things like that. We would start getting their social media out. Um, and then, you know, things would be going well for a while, but then after, I don't know, a month or two or something like that, they might be like, oh, we're too busy, you know, um, just too many things got in the way. Well, really, that's where you get the most engagement. You get the most engagement by being consistent with your social media, with your content, with your messaging, because um, if you stop, then you kind of fall off the radar of your prospective clients or your prospective customers because you're not just being consistent. So um, the easiest way to be consistent when it comes to um, this whole strategy, because I know there's a lot to kind of think about here, but really the thing here is creating a content calendar. And that's uh, what's I would say has saved my business and saved my clients' businesses is um, I know that it's, there's a lot to kind of think about here, right? Because you have all these videos and you have all of these, um, you know, blog posts and snippets and images and whatnot, right? So how do you make sense of it all, right? So creating a content calendar that looks something like this would be my recommendation. Um, and I know that this might be kind of a little complex, but I'll, I'll kind of walk you through it. So in this example, you have the network on the left-hand side. So whether that's Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever it might be. Um, then you have a column for time. So if you're posting multiple times per day, you can also include a time that you're posting. So for example, um, in this example, you know, this brand was posting just five times a day on Facebook. Um, then you have the content type. So what is this? A, a, a new blog post, a video, a promotion, um, educational, whatever it might be. Then you talk about your topic. So just kind of a broad topic. So this is about new features or music resources or whatever it is. And then you have your copy. So this would be the copy that would go into your social media snippet. So um, you write the copy out here in the, I think this is a Google uh, sheet. Um, and then you have everything all in one place. And that really is key because when it comes to managing this whole piece, um, the more streamlined you can be, then the easier it is for you to create all of this and to push it out to your social media. So creating the copy right then and there, so you can just copy and paste it into whatever your social media platform or your Hootsuite or whatever, um, then that allows you to have everything all in one place. And then you have links here, so that could be just a link to a landing page or a blog post. Um, and typically also here, which I don't have an example of, but I usually have a link to Dropbox as well. So for example, if I have videos or images, um, instead of having my team sift through my Dropbox, I have a link to the Dropbox folder right here. And uh, that way, you just click on it, get the images, um, get the videos, and then everything is all very well organized and all in one place. And I also use 
a, a social media scheduling platform. So I use Ho Hootsuite, but there's a bunch of other ones like Buffer, Sprout Social, or Social Pilot. I'm sure there's probably even other ones that I can't even think of. But this has then allowed me and my team to be much more organized with not just the content creation and the content calendar, but also scheduling everything. So um, instead of thinking about like, oh, I need to create content today and then I need to schedule or I need to post it to my social media, having a content calendar where everything's already outlined and you have everything planned ahead for let's say the week or the next two weeks or the next you know, month or whatever, then you can have everything scheduled in advance so that way you're just taking maybe a couple hours a week to create all of this, the content, uh, you know, putting this into a, uh, a content calendar and then scheduling everything on a social media platform so that way you can go back to doing the rest of your business, right? <laughs> um, and this just makes it much more streamlined and in a way, I wouldn't say automated, but in a way kind of automated because then if you can just schedule everything, it makes things a lot easier for, for your brand. So that is creating a lasting content strategy for your business using tech platforms. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with me, I am on LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. So feel free to get in touch. Um, also, if you found this helpful and you want a complete video on how to do all of this step by step, I have a free eight step content video creation. Um, so if you just go to this link, you can get it for free. So that goes kind of into each of the specific details of how to implement a strategy like this. Because uh, I know that we talked about kind of the specifics, but we didn't talk about necessarily like the specific steps on how to do that. So if that's something you're interested in, feel free to grab the eight-step content creation uh, video. Yeah, thanks everybody. And if you guys want that uh, eight-step content creation, please, or get in touch with me on social media.